Culture Comms and Cocktails is internal comms served straight up. So settle in, drink in the knowledge, some shaken, some stirred, and maybe even some with a twist, and enjoy the top shelf guests I have lined up for you. I'm your host, Chuck Ghost, Strategic Advisor at Social Chorus, and on this episode of Culture Comms and Cocktails, we have Mitch Reyes, Channel Marketing Specialist at Extreme Networks. Mitch, welcome to Culture Comms and Cocktails. And uh, thanks, Chuck, for having me on today's show. It's a pleasure to be on. Grab a seat here at the Culture Com the Cocktails Lounge and let's get started. First, right off, Mitch, for listeners who don't know who Extreme Networks is, talk a bit about the business. Uh, sure. So, Extreme Networks, we're uh, a networking vendor specializing in uh, Wi Fi uh, solutions, switching, and, and software services. Our, our latest, uh, uh, probably our most memorable. Claim to fame is we're the official Wi-Fi analytics provider for the NFL. So we're in almost every uh, NFL stadium out in the country. So uh, we're currently uh, number three in terms of uh, of networking vendors. So uh, we're we're poised to uh, make ourselves number one. So that's the uh, that's the battle we're going through right now. And about how many employees work at Extreme Networks, and where are all these employees located? Uh, that that's a great question. So um, we actually just uh, acquired a a company called Arrowhive. So those uh, numbers have have changed. I, I believe we're around the the three thousand mark. So um, even though, even though we're pretty pretty large in in terms of the radar and the market share, um, we're we're pretty small and and nimble company. And uh, our main offices, uh, our headquarters is in San Jose, uh, California. So we are a uh, "Quote unquote Silicon Valley based uh, company, but we also have some offices spread across uh, the globe. Uh, our big marketing HQ is actually in Salem, New Hampshire, uh, just 40 minutes north of Boston. We also have an office in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, another major tech hub. Uh, overseas, we have a Reading office, we have a Frankfurt office, we also have one in Sharon, Ireland, for financial purposes." And uh, and then we even have an, an office in in Singapore for for our Asia operations. So we're we're quite global. Now I noticed you used a word that I saw on the on the website. So the culture there is described as nimble. That was the word used and entrepreneurial. How do you see this yeah. playing out in the company? These two words, nimble and entrepreneurial, and, and perhaps more importantly, amongst your peers there in marketing and comms, how do you see you guys being very nimble and entrepreneurial? I'd say compared to our our two top competitors, which would be uh, Cisco and, and Hewlett Packard, uh, we are fairly nimble in the networking space. And uh, one of the, our main differentiators is uh, networking is all we do. Um, we have several other competitors that we have in the space, but they they tend to be diversified, doing other things like uh, selling computers, servers. Um, networking is is our main and core focus. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're 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 only uh, three thousand strong, give or take. So um, the good thing is we 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 have that global presence. Uh, we're able to compete with uh, top big vendors out there, but we're still small enough that we can uh, we can adapt and 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 change and move quickly to address market needs. We we are a major vendor, but sometimes we we tend to act like a startup. Sometimes we'll get. Uh, uh, some product updates or changes that are actually influenced by customer feedback that we get. And uh, since we are 
a, a small and sized company, we're able to uh, implement and make those uh, changes happen pretty quickly compared to some of our competitors. So I, I think that's where that's where that statement comes to mind, or at least that's that's what we see uh, from the internal perspective of how it works. Now I mentioned you're the channel marketing specialist. What does that mean at Extreme Networks? Well, uh, channel marketing specialist is uh, is an interesting title. There's a uh, there's a lot of us that have that title in the organization. I can tell you that there's probably no two people that do the same exact thing. Um, it basically, when what a channel marketing specialist is somebody that works with our our reseller network. So uh, Extreme Networks, we we are an IT um, vendor. And where we typically go to market is actually working with a, a vast network of resellers that we have spread across the globe. About 80% of our business is, is sold through our, uh, our reseller network. And then E360, that is the company's internal comms platform powered by Social Chorus. What does it have to do with marketing? Yeah. Why, why am I talking to a marketing guy when E360 is the internal comms platform? Yeah, so um, I, the, the E360 platform is, uh, in, interestingly enough, uh, run by our marketing team, both the, the internal one and the one we use for uh, our partner community. Um, so we actually here at Ex Extreme Networks have two different uh, E360 programs. One is for internal employees, and then we have one that we call uh, our partner E360. And that one is for our uh, reseller community. So technically, we're, we're using it as an external comms platform. And uh, it's a way that we're able to uh, communicate with our reseller network around the globe uh, through a social avenue. So uh, that's, that's kind of how it fell into to the marketing uh, branch, if you will. And uh, it, it's really exciting. We're, 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 constantly trying to innovate and think of new ways that we can uh, be a little more personal and, and communicate with our, our reseller network differently, either to, to let them know about new things that are happening that uh, we want them know, to know, but not necessarily our customers out there, and uh, give them the, the latest updates and news in, in real time. There's a lot of talk in the, in the comms world about internal going external and external going internal. By having the partner communication and the employee communication in the same platform, how do you see that playing out? Like, do you see employees now having a greater understanding about the partner network? Do you use the partner network to educate about what all the employees are doing? How, do the, how does the content crisscross back and forth between the two or, or does it at all? That's a great um, question there. So we, we are still working on that, that bridge between the two platforms. Uh, right now, we do we do keep them uh, fairly separate. But what we're starting to do now is um, part of the the partner E three sixty strategy is to uh, decentralize our communication uh, contributors or our content contributors. So we are starting to add in uh, employees that typically would would not even um, touch the 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 partner E three sixty platform and, and effectively giving them a microphone to talk to their partner base. Um, and this, this is actually something I just started rolling out about two months ago. Um, 
with the power of E360, we've been able to segment our uh, user population by where they are located geographically. And then we can assign uh, their individual field uh, marketing and their field sales teams uh, with credentials to start posting on Parker E360 and effectively give them a, a social media app for their individual region and to, to share important updates. And it's only for that specific area. So, for example, uh, we'll ha we actually have a channel now that's just for Germany. And then we give the, the German, uh, we have the German teams, the, the field marketing and the field sales team. They now have a microphone, they have their access, and they can now start posting stuff, uh, updates that are relevant to their partners in Germany. We have the same thing for Russia, the same thing for uh, the Northeast. Anywhere, any region in the world that we have uh, listed in Salesforce, we now have a private channel and we now have uh, content contributors that we're starting to onboard and uh, giving them micro, uh, microphones to talk to their, uh, their partners. Yeah, it's pretty cool to think about the one platform that if I'm an employee at Extreme Networks, I can use that one platform to communicate with partners who are in the external world as well as communicate or receive communication from my company on the internal side, which is, which is pretty amazing. Have you seen the employees, especially who are those that are, are creating communication, pretty excited about this opportunity? Yeah, I mean, in, in the uh, in the channel uh, division of our team, this is this is just a, a medium of of uh, communication that that was just never available to them before. Their their options prior to this rollout was very simple. Uh, they wanted to reach out to their partners. They either had to call them on the phone, or they had to send an email from their Outlook. Now we're giving them this uh, this this platform that lets them send out push notifications and, and email notifications to their partners at any given time. Uh, so they can reach them both socially or if they're, um, if some of their partners aren't app focused, they can still get an email in their inbox and access E360 on the web instance. So uh, really powerful work. Uh, this is kind of uh, for, for us, entering us into a new wave of, a new era of communicating with our, our uh, reseller network around the world. It's a great time. Pre previously, I know that E360, E360 is focused on a mobile app, but I learned you've also been able to inject some of that content directly into your partner portal. So you're able to publish in one place and have it go to many places. How has that helped your effectiveness or availability of resources? I mean, it, it, to us, it's, it's, a, it's an absolute game changer. Uh, one of the things that has helped us uh, expand our reach of E360 is through the, the new feature of, of uh, content amplifiers. And what we've done is uh, we have a partner portal where our resellers log into to get information and, and sources. And um, we've now created content amplifiers for some of our key uh, channels that we want our partner community to see. And they're now hyperlinks inside of our partner portal. So, uh, for example, we have we have a channel called the Sales Source, which is uh, dedicated to any any updates or news for our sales personnel from our resellers, and uh, that's now located on the sales page within the partner portal. And when they click on that, what's cool is uh, it it literally shows them 
a, a live feed of E360 of all the latest posts that have been tagged uh, to that channel without them even having to log in or to go into E360. And then if they're interested and they see a card that, uh, that piques their interest, when they click on that, it'll take them through E360. Uh, but the beauty is now that we've enabled single sign-on between that partner portal and E360, they don't need to log in a second time. All they have to do is just click sign in, and they instantly go to that post uh, without any delay. So that's absolute game changer. It's helped us uh, increase our our user counts over time, and uh, we, we've, we've seen some great spikes in activity ever since we launched that during the second half of the year. E three sixty's been around now for a few years. What are the some of the next steps as we look into twenty twenty that the company wants to take E three sixty or do additional things with E three sixty? There's there's quite a few I could think of off the top of our of my head. Um, we're we're constantly uh, modifying this plan as as we see things move on. Uh, recently, we actually just had our our um, partner conferences. Uh, we decided to do two this year, one in, in California and one in Athens, Greece. And we used E360 for the, um, I, I'd say uh, we've used it before, but this is the first time we really effectively used it as an event app. And our, our partners were actually, they were quite blown away with the app. Uh, they, they've known that it's existed for a while, but this is the first time that it's been so useful to them that, that people are leaving it on their phones and they're excited to see what else we can produce for them. Um, and, and it really has to do with some of the latest updates that you guys have, have pushed out with. Um, one thing that helped us out immensely was our the automatic subscription to channels. We were actually able to get the entire list of registrations, create a private group and private channels just for the event. So all the attendees instantly had access to these channels ready to go. We had special announcements every time, you know, our main stage sessions were starting up, where lunch was, where breakfast was, where dinner was. And even though we were sending sometimes five, six, seven pushes a day on the conferences, um, the, the feedback was unanimous. It was, it was the most thoughtful and most useful app that they've ever seen at a convention before. Uh, so now that we're riding on the coattails of, of that success, uh, the, the plan here is just keep producing content that'll make them keep reacting that way, that this is still the most useful app that they have out of all their vendors out there. My team is, is very small. It's just uh, myself and, and my colleague out there and our, and our manager. And we, we got to decentralize our content production to our subject matter experts. Uh, they're the ones that are masters of their information. And we just got to give them the microphone so they can go ahead and share uh, their message and their news to our partner community. So that's a that's a strategy. More well, relevant content, keep the keep it going, and decentralizing content production. Yeah, it's great to hear the the use of the event because whether it's an internal event for employees, an internal event for partners like yourself, we we recognize that how helpful. The app can be sometimes that's that's the use that people start to realize oh this is what not all that it can be but this is how it can benefit me and it is that go-to resource whether it's an agenda change an event change uh speaker announcements uh, the cookies are being served at yeah. 4 p.m whatever it is 
it, it becomes that driver. So people start to realize what the possibilities are. It makes it very real for them. And no, that's definitely a yeah. great, a great use of it because it does become that, that valued resource for them. Yeah. And it was, it's really funny too, because, um, I ended up, I ended up, uh, doing some of the photography for E360 during our main stage sessions. And uh, we had a professional photographer, but it was just easier for me to take photos on my cell phone to, to instantly upload them on E360. And, uh, I accidentally chose to sit in the executive table <laughs> to get a good shot. Chief mar uh, marketing officer for the entire company ends up sitting right next to me, and I'm the only guy out there with my laptop pounding away during the sessions. And uh, he saw it was on E360, and was like, "Wow, that's that's really cool. You're posting live in real time to the whole audience." And uh, and he asked me, um, "Oh, how many people have signed up for the event channels?" And um, I, I I was happy to tell him for the first time I think ever. Uh, well, we we had. 250 attendees there and all 250 were already registered because we had automatic subscriptions and, and he was super impressed with that because before we had to advertise to people, oh, download the app. You got to log in, follow these channels. We didn't have to do that anymore. It was just complete game changer. That's great to hear and I fully expect it to continue to grow. So we talked a little bit about the, the company and the culture and the comms activity and you guys have had such great success with e360 let's move on now to the cocktails part of the podcast so mitch what sure. is your favorite cocktail well i'm uh i'm based down here in in south florida and we're pretty pretty well known for our cocktails down in miami i, I tend to be a day-to-day uh, -day, a bit of a traditionalist going to a, a gin and tonic if i want something a little sweeter though i'll uh i'll go for a moscow mule but uh i have to change uh i'll admit i got to change my preference sometimes if it's a hot summer day down here it can get up to the 90s so uh i might have to hop on for a tom collins every now and then but uh you, you can see the the gin and vodka trends <laughs> tend to gravitate towards I have to ask, just for a little detail, do you have a go-to gin or go-to vodka for those for those drinks? Uh, I'd say for for gin, it's probably it's definitely going to be Hendrix. That's uh, that's my go-to for for uh, vodka. You know, it could be something like Grey Goose or Tito's. Um, you know, if if we're going to be uh, really really fancy, I, I I love Beluga. That's probably my favorite vodka out there. You can never go wrong with a with a good classic Hendrix and tonic with a little muddled cucumber in there. Oh, almost the perfect drink. Got to make sure you got the Fever Tree uh, tonic water too. There you go. All right, Mitch. Well, thanks again for being on the podcast. Again, you guys, uh, you and the team at Extreme Networks are doing a great job with E three sixty. And I thought this was a unique story to tell, where we typically do focus on uh, the programs that are solely internal comms but you provided a great example of there's various internal communities that can benefit from this program they don't have to just be employees but in your guys's world it was this partner network that now e360 is providing a great service to yeah absolutely and happy to be on the podcast today 
If you enjoyed what you heard from this episode and want to check out others, find Culture Comes and Cocktails on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. And when you do, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. This has been Culture Comms and Cocktails, internal comms served straight up. Thanks for listening.